DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. I'm not going to give a presentation. I'm not going to log on to anything on this screen right now. I'm not going to do anything like that. <clears throat> How many of you are using social media for your business? Okay. What platforms are you using right now? Facebook. 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 Okay. Okay. Probably more LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Awesome. So... The biggest thing I want to talk about today is utilizing all these platforms. Now, a lot of us don't use these platforms because we don't, we're either not educated on them or we think it's not going to work. That's the biggest, that's the biggest problem. That's the number one problem because right now you can get more reach on LinkedIn than you can on Facebook or Instagram. A lot of people are scared of LinkedIn because they think it's a corporate, you know, structure of how to, how to push out content. But you have to think, the thing is that these people on there, they're the same people that your friends with on Facebook. So you don't have to push out content that's going to be like it is on Facebook, but you can still relate to these people. Um, you have a lot of CEOs, you have a lot of presidents, you have a lot of managers on there, but the thing is, they're still people. And at the end of the day, your content is geared to people. Now, the biggest problem I see on a daily basis is people are scared to make posts because they are scared they're not going to get any reach. Say you made a post on Facebook a year ago and you were getting... 200 to 300 reach and you had two or 3,000 likes on your page. Now you're making the same post and you're getting 14 or 15. Why is that? Because the platform is full. It has more users on it, so you're getting less reach because there's less room for your content to get, okay? So what do we do, okay? Say you want to advertise. You can advertise all day long. You can spend money on Facebook. You can spend money on Instagram. You can spend money on LinkedIn. You know, whatever you want to do, but if your content sucks, you're still going to get no reach. So the most important thing that I really want to talk about today is attention, getting to people's attention and actually producing content people want to see. The biggest problem we face right now is that 90% of the business content on these platforms is pushing sales. No one likes to be sold to, although we can't help it. Say we have a contracting company, we say, hey, we did this project, call us for more, you know, call us for something like this. Poor boy, push out because people don't want to be sold to. As soon as you do that and say, this is what we do, if you like this, please contact us. Yes, we understand that's what you do, but that's 80% of your, your, your actual content you're pushing out, it's 80% of your posts are saying, hey, look at here, this is what we did, call me if you want to use me. You're already telling them to do something and you haven't given them no value. Why do they want to use you? How do they even know you? What have you done for them? Have you asked them their opinion on what it is you're doing, why it is what they're what you're producing, do they like it? I mean, I tested this one little thing this morning. I made a post and I asked people what they're gonna do with the free time today. We all have the same, we all have free time. Free time is time is free, okay? Everyone says, oh I don't have free time. You all have the same amount of time and time is free. We don't pay for it. So but what I did was besides like make, make, making a post and saying Hey, here's an inspirational quote of the day. Yes, some people like it, but I asked someone's opinion. I actually created a post that said, hey, tell me what you think. I got more engagement on that post this morning in 30 minutes than I did on the post I made yesterday about some positive stuff that I'm going to talk about. It doesn't matter to me. I love all engagement. I love not getting engagements because I know what to do after if I don't. But if you care about who you're talking to, and you ask them their opinion, or you show interest in what they have to give back, then you're going to get a lot more for it. 
Okay, so Facebook, let's start with that. You're using Facebook for, three of you are using most of Facebook. You're using Facebook and um, Instagram, you said. So, are you using Facebook stories? Why not? That's, that's a good answer. Facebook stories right now are getting about 80% more traffic than you would a Facebook post. So, <clears throat> my advice is to learn it and learn it right now. Um, because it, even with advertising, even with advertising, you can use your budget in stories and get more reach than you would on a, in an actual timeline feed. Because there's a lot of people don't know how to use it. So they're not using it. So there's a lot more space there to fill. Take advantage of what you have and get in front of it. Don't just be married to one platform that you're used to using all the time because you're comfortable in it. Because the thing is, and once you're going to be irrelevant because you're doing the same thing everyone else is, you've got to utilize these, these empty holes. So, same thing with Instagram. If you have a business right now, you're not on Instagram, you're not on LinkedIn, you're not using stories, you're going to be irrelevant. Okay, say that you are a monopoly in the market, you have an industry no one else has, and you're doing one platform, you're not utilizing others. What happens if someone comes in with a marketing budget, spends all their money on all the platforms, what do you think it's going to do to your business? You're going to suffer from it because you haven't utilized the other platforms. So there are platforms that you need to be working on. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. TikTok's a new one. If you don't know about it, research it. Um, it's a video platform. It used to be Musical.ly. It's today's new Vine. Okay? A lot of content on there creative, dumb little videos of people dancing. The users range from seven years old to 40 years old. There's a lot, a lot of free organic reach there right now because the platform's new and they're wanting to fill it up with good content. So if you're gonna push video out, you can also do it there. If you don't know how to, you gotta learn the platform, okay? If you don't know how to use Instagram stories, Facebook stories, you need to be watching stories an hour a day to figure out what it is people are posting, what it is people like, and then learn it because not knowing how to use it or not knowing the platform is not the best excuse because it's gonna hurt you in the long run if you don't. Um, Facebook's great, Facebook's been around a while, Facebook's getting old. Um, it's evolving, it's changing, you know, the restructuring things. There's an entire publisher speak now that basically kind of pushes all the news information out of your structured social feed. That way you don't get that, you know, fake news feed that you used to get two years ago when the elections were going on and you know they're trying to make it more like it used to be. But they also want creative content. No one wants to see ads all day long pushing your business. No one wants to see images with logos on all day long. People want to see creative stuff that means something. Video. Video, video, video. Here's another thing. Video's great. A lot of people are scared to do video because they don't know what to make. Or they don't want to spend $2,000 on uh, professional video. You don't have to. You give me my phone in a week, I can make 200 videos. Easy. They don't have to be high quality. They can be shot from a, a smartphone. Smartphones will all have high quality video now. You can shoot the phone, the video from the phone, upload 200 videos in the time it takes for someone to come out, shoot your professional video, edit everything. You spend two grand and you got one video. Yes, a great, awesome video, but what if you spend more time on making your content valuable and just generating it from something that doesn't cost you anything. 
The great thing about it is these platforms are all free, okay? You don't pay for Facebook, you don't pay for Instagram, you don't pay for LinkedIn. Do you pay for ads? Yes. Do you have to pay for ads? No. Is your content worth it If it is, you may not need ads. If all the content you're pushing out, you're paying for advertising with that content, then it's pretty safe to say that if your content's getting no reach, and you're having to put an ad budget on it, and you're still not getting a lot out of it, your content sucks. You gotta make a shift. It's nothing personal. And here's another thing. You can't be married to a platform. Just because you don't like, I don't like Instagram, there's only kids on there. So there's also 80% of the market on there from the ages of 20 to 45. I mean, that's your market. If you're a business, that's your market. So just because you don't like the platform or you don't know it, doesn't mean you don't need to be using it. The best thing I can focus on right now is paying attention to these. If you're unaware, spending the time to investigate the platform, spend an hour a day on it, spend five minutes a day on whatever you gotta do, and just research and research and research and look and see what's working, look and see what's getting attention. Say you wanna investigate TikTok, you're gonna find out real quick it's a weird platform. All it is is kids shoot videos all day long, but then you're gonna see engaging adult videos and they're gonna see other things in there. And uh, you can think indirectly, okay, what if I have a business? These people who I want to get in front of, how do I create a brand? Because now it all goes back to brand. Everything's branding now. Used to be back in the day when it all, you know, when everything started, started in marketing and advertising, you had the old ad days when people were pushing out radio and TV spots. It was about branding. Then it got dialed down towards about short-term ROI, pushing out a quick sales pitch and then getting something back. Now you have to play the long game. If you're in it just to see, okay, I'm gonna spend $500 this month. If I don't get anything out of it, I'm quitting. That's the wrong mentality to have. You may not need to spend any money this month. You may need to spend 50 hours creating content. Then you're not out any money. But also doing that and spending more time on valuable content is gonna always result in more. If you're just throwing money at something, throwing a logo on a picture and saying, call me now, you're dead. You're irrelevant. That worked five years ago, it's not gonna work now. One, the platforms don't like it because they know you're trying to sell. Two, you're not getting your following any value. What are they getting out of saying, call me today, we have this. Another thing I can suggest, uh, we've talked about it, a few of us in here talked about it before in the past, um, and I've told a few of you about it, but it's documenting. If you don't know what to post, just document your day all day long because I guarantee you, there's things about your industry people don't know, and they want to know. You may think it's dumb and boring because you do it every day, but the thing is, if you have a business that's so unique, they may want to see the process of what's going on. They may want to see in the trenches, in the dirt, getting dirty, you know, doing the work. You know, it's all great and fine to see the end product all the time, or where it be a message, or you're selling something, it's good to see that happy post, but what about the grueling, you know, time that has to, all the work that goes into it? People appreciate that. They connect with you better if you document. So if you document a lot more and not worry about trying to make that one perfect post, one, you're gonna have 10 times the content, and then you can pick and choose what you want to put out. The biggest thing is, is if you're, if you're scared to push something out because you're worried about not getting any feedback, then you're already losing. If you're, not, if you're not creating content because you're like, I don't know if people are going to like it, who cares? 
Number one, if you're on Facebook, one to seven percent of your following are only going to see it. So you better do something good because it's not going to get any reach. You're going to have to spend money. If you have to spend money, you're probably not, you know, it's not going to get any reach anyways. You put money on it, it's not a great post, it's still going to be dead. So I would focus more on creating something that is more user-friendly, more engaging, more real, and actually put something out there people want to see. If you're in an industry that people are, say you're in an industry people are scared of because they're not aware, educate them, be their educator. They're going to use you because you've told them all these things about this industry or helped them out. Give them free information. People like it. There's things that people may know. If you're in an industry where people just, as soon as you start talking about it, they shut off. Why? One, because they don't think it's interesting, or two, because they're scared of it. Because they're like, oh, that's expensive. I don't want to do that, or I already know a guy, I don't know anything about it. But if you take the time to separate yourself from your competitor or whoever it may be, by giving people useful information, they're going to appreciate you. They're going to say, okay, I like that person. They give me a lot of value. And then indirectly, you're going to pick them up. Now, does this mean don't do any posts about pushing business ever? No. Okay. I think 80% of your content is to give you user value. I think 20% needs to be sales. And when I say 20% needs to be sales, I don't mean call me today. I mean some kind of creative sales. After you've given them value after value after value after value, then you ask, hey, I've given you all this information. You want to use me? You know someone wants to use me? Now, when you say that directly, no. But when you're generating your content, you think about that. How do I ask these people for business without selling to them, knowing that I've given them so much information, it's a gratitude and guilt balance, okay? So you guilt people when you're using you because you've given them so much value. So they're showing gratitude and they also feel guilty because you've given them information and they feel like they need to use you so they trust you. So it's a balance deal. So that's the most important thing right now in generating content. Today I wanted to talk about that because anybody can sit up here, turn a screen on and say, this is Facebook, this is how you get to analytics, this is how you look. You can find it on Google. Like, I'm not going to give you dumb information. I want to give you different, a way of thinking, different angle of thinking. Um, one, because nobody's doing that. Everyone's going to teach you the same crap you can find on Google. Like, these are points that you don't think about because you're in the day-to-day. -day. The, struggle's, the struggle's real. It's been the same for the past three years. Maybe you're getting, it's getting dry. I've been doing this for so long. I was first on Facebook pushing my business. Now I'm getting no reach. You know, I'm not getting anything from it. All I'm getting is the same people, the same four or five people commenting on my stuff saying it looks great. So I'm not getting anything new. Well, change up your game, change up the platform, pay attention. I mean, this is a matter of literally going to these platforms and looking at them. And say you don't want to use them, okay, you don't have to, but it's free. And if you go in there and figure out how to use it, you're literally going to get more than you didn't by not using it. So that, that's like a short, condensed message that I want to talk about. I really want some QA. I really want you guys to, if you have any questions for me, we can start with ladies, specific questions. I'll answer all of them. Who wants to go first? 
Don't be scared. This is the time where I'm going to help you out. I want to help you. So you got to ask. I can't help you if you don't ask. Is a periscope something that the teachers should use? Is this something you're asking me because you think it is? Or? No, because I have no idea what it is. I don't think so. Not right now. I don't think it's relevant. Okay. Anything else? Are you documenting? Are you documenting the radio? Um, right now, are you doing video of people doing their streams? No, there's one. I mean, that's one foolproof plan because, I mean, people don't need to see these personalities, but they love them. They connect with them. Don't you think they're gonna connect with them more if they see them? Right. I mean, that's one example. But yeah. I can give you a million. Yeah. It's not about being married to one message. And that's another thing. They haven't been doing it because they're scared to do it. They don't want to work. Mm-hmm. Try everything. Um, but that's the most important thing right there. What else? How's the stories work? They, I think they're gone after 24 hours. Is that right? So, yeah, it's typically like 12. But, um, so stories is a short message. That's nothing. Don't have to be married to it. It's going to go away. So you just create something creative, push it out there, document, and say, here you go. Like, you can literally, you can document your whole day as a story. As a story. To engage your following. Now, if it's just, hey, I'm going to the meeting. Hey, I'm going to the drive through I mean, cool. Maybe some people are interested in your day, but is that creative? You know, people want to see real people, but they also want to see a little bit behind them. You know, like you got to be creative about it. And can you do videos on stories? Yes, you can do videos on stories. You can, you can, generate, you can generate videos directly with stories. You can take a video, edit it, and then upload it. Um, same thing with images. Put images, you can put videos on images. You, you can put music on there, you can put sound on there, you can do whatever you want. It's, it's a quick way to get out a message without being married to it. So if it sucks, who cares? It goes away. It's a good way to test your creativity. And um, the timeline, I think the timeline is still relevant. Don't, so if you get pushing into pushing stories too much and you forget about making Instagram posts or Facebook posts on the timeline because you're so engaged in stories and stories are so great. What happens if someone finds you and you have no content on your timeline? It's still relevant, but it's not going to get as much reach. Right now, stories are getting more reach. So they play hand in hand. I wouldn't discount the old school having posts on your timeline or on your Instagram feed. I would just, you know, keep that momentum going there, but, you know, engage people in the story and then bring them to that. Um, but you know, creating stories, you gotta give them some reason they want to watch your story. They want to be value, something creative, something comical. It doesn't have to be business, business, business. You know, um, you can do it from a personal side, you can do it from a business side, you can merge them together. Because at the end of the day, no matter if you're business or your person, the end consumer is your market. I don't care what you are, if you're business, business, or business uh, consumer, the end user is the consumer. So you always have to appeal to them no matter what. And that's really important. Sam, you got any questions? I'm just trying to think of a way to make community utilize TikTok. Well, okay. What are you doing for video right now? I'm not. I'm trying to get <coughs> you're, to do video. Okay, you're a real estate agent. You're marketing. You work for a real estate agent. You market a real estate agent. TikTok's great for comical videos, but... 
The most important thing you're using this for is business. So, just like I said, create value. It doesn't have to be those trendy videos, or you can play off some of those if you want to. You can't do something stupid and jump and flip over a chair and break your neck and do it through one piece of content that's created and now kills you. You can't do anything. So, I wouldn't play on trends as much as I would play on value. Why? Why does someone want to watch them because they're getting information, okay? So maybe you test the waters in Instagram or Facebook first. If you're getting good engagement, that's what you use for, to, for TikTok. There's no rhyme or reason why you're going to get more or less traction. All it boils down to is do they want to see it or are you giving them anything? If you're just trying to ask something of them 24-7, which 99% of all social media is about someone else or themselves, if you're selfless and you deliver the message instead of immediately thinking about, hey, what am I going to get out of this? That's the number one problem. You say, hey, I'm creating a piece of content. I hope I get a lot of reach in the call. You're screwed. Because you immediately think about, what am I getting out of this? But if you think first, I'm creating this content, I'm pushing it out, and I'm going to give. And I know if I keep doing this, keep giving, it's going to come back. If you use that mindset, I guarantee you're going to have more results. So that's the biggest thing. It's really hard for people to do this. And I'll say this, and there's five of you in here, one of you probably going to do it. I already know the math. It is what it is. If all of you do it, great. But it's so hard to get in that mindset because we've been programmed to use this platform to be all about us. You know? Um, but I think if you can just empower your audience whether it's, you know, some get feedback. Like, they, they, they want to feel like they care about it. Like, if you're just pushing out creative cool stuff 24-7, yeah, that's great. But then you sometimes you'll see, like, some negative feedback from that. Because people indirectly, they just get weird. They're like, this person's just, oh, screw that dude. He's positive all the time. He's not dealing with bad kids this morning or whatever. But the thing is, like, hey, what's up, Susan? I know your day's going this morning. I love you. How can I help you? You know what I mean? If you use that mindset, you're going to get a lot more. But if you're constantly trying to be cool and just sell and be creative, you know, creative is important, but you got to think about the user. What else you got? You make them. I mean, the thing is, if, they're not, if someone's not willing to produce the content, it's not your fault. You're restricted to what you have. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed that we talked about documenting and you guys use, utilize the stories and you started doing that. All you got to do is add, create video documentation now. Yeah. It's, a, it's a babysit process for some people because it's uncomfortable. But once you see the results in it, yeah. you're like, okay, I can do this. I can deal. And it's not as, as hard as saying how I create, come up with a trendy video. You literally can just document what you've got going on, you know. And, um, Utilize your network. Maybe you're plugging your network. Maybe you're not even not signing about you. Yeah. You know, what are you giving back to all the people that you that give you business? Mm -hmm. You know, think about that. Hey, there's a window there. Um, say you're hesitant about creating video because you don't know how to push it out. What about your referral partner you've been working with for 10 years that's given you a million dollars in house sale business? How can you help them out? Think about that. You know, there's other ways it does like I said, you can't be about you. Can't be all about how do I make this beneficial for me? You guys have any more questions? Yes. Stories. This is as well. Yeah. So stories can be utilized on personal, on business, Instagram, and Facebook. 
it's it's more than likely that I don't know it exists. Um, so the great thing about it is there's a lot of room for content. You're gonna get more. Um, I've noticed about on a business page the scale of one we're using right now for our business, and we don't push sales at all on ours just because I know that's a way to lose. Um, we're getting about five to six times the reach on stories that we do on post. So my you know strategy on post is put out the information I know that I don't want to go away. And then the stuff that I want to get people, you know, attention with, I use stories for. And then again, it's still, it's never a sales point. It's never call me a day for my services. You know, that's it's such a hard mindset to get to break, but if you can, um, How are you trying to brand yourself? If you're trying to brand your logo, you're already losing. Well, so here's the thing. Your brand is you. So that's a good question. So say I reach out. Um, I see Mike's content. He's generating content every day. I love it. I don't know anything about Mike. I just love his content. It makes me feel more personal. I feel like I have a relationship with Mike. He's giving me so much value. Like, dude, I feel like I'm friends with this guy. I know him. I know his day. He's giving me all this useful information, maybe motivational, maybe, you know, industry specific where I can use him in my business. I can look at Mike's profile. Where's, what's his job title? The branding's done by the creative. Like, you don't have to push your logo out 24 7. You never even have to use your logo. It's in your job title. So if you're pushing out great content people like, they're going to find you and figure out what you do. And they're going to contact you. It's not about branding. Those are old school ways of thinking if you're constantly trying to brand a logo. Branding is about valuable content now. And when they land on your page or they see so and so works at this industry or this business, they're going to click on your logos there. You know, But that's not. It's more about the content created and actually meaning something to people that connects you back to where they can use you. Does that make sense? So gaining their trust and Yeah, creating a relationship. You're creating a relationship. Not necessarily a logo. Yeah. No one's going to be married to a logo. They're married to you. They're using you because they like you. They don't give a damn about your logo. Your logo could be a splotch on the wall that you created in a... Um, you know, your office one day with pencil and then scan copied it in. It doesn't matter anymore. Do I think logos and branding are important? Yes. At first, at first look. If we're talking about digital marketing and people finding you online. But then what then when you go back to reviews, does people have valuable content on their website? You know, their social media, is their social media look good? Is it engaging? Am I connecting with it? What are they giving me? You know, people don't Think about this as something, as a checklist. So it's an indirect way of thinking. Someone goes and looks at you, yeah, they're going to look at your services and stuff, but if you program them to trust you and you create a relationship with you, they're going to want to use you no matter what you do. They're like, I like this person, this person's great. And then you throw a business in there. And if you're industry specific, you're like, okay, I only, well, say I only work with, so I use your, your business, for example, because you're a contractor. You only work with contractors. You think some people, and 
you're already progressive because you utilize social media, a lot of people use for your arms. So I'm not saying this is you, I'm saying this is for contractors and the whole. No one's gonna look at my stuff because contractors don't use social media. Bullshit. Everyone uses social media. Like literally 80% of the population in the world who have those mobile devices in their hand use social media. Like they do. So how do you gain their attention? You know, how do you give them value? What if it's the housewife making? Think about that. It's not the contractor making the decision, or it's not the man making the decision. He may be writing the check. What if the wife's the one that cares about the aesthetics? You know, in your industry, you know that because you've been doing it. But how do I bring value to that person? You know, how do I make them trust me? You know, what am I doing for them on a daily basis? Am I trying to sell to them 24-7 or am I asking them or giving them something where they can say, man, I really like this person because they've given me multiple ways of looking at this process. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe a little more comfortable in, you know, going through something that may be a big expense, whether it be a remodel or um, a sell of a home, purchasing a home. There's 1,200 real estate agents in this market. What sets you apart? You know, any, like I can literally get online, pick any real estate agent, call them, and as long as they're with a reputable company, I'm going to be able to purchase a house if I'm qualified. So why do I only use you? Because you have the best numbers in the area. What if I'm buying a house? I don't give a damn. I just want to buy a house. I don't care about your numbers. And if you're, if you're programmed to be competitive against everyone who's in your industry 24 7, you're losing already. You're kind of not worried about what they're doing. Don't even look at their stuff. Don't worry about it. Because if you're giving your end user value and you're producing stuff and you're giving back to them before they even use you, you're going to win. Anybody got anything else? Like, I'm, I'm pumped. I'll say whatever you want to know. <laughs> Have you used Premiere? Y'all use like Premiere and stuff like that? What's Premiere? Adobe, Adobe Premiere. Oh, Adobe, like yeah. the software for design? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. A designer used to be of value 10 years ago. You can do everything with your phone now. Right. And if you're married to your design, you, 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 it's funny because we have a marketing company and I have a team of designers. We produce so much content at scale that it's important for us to have designers. But am I married to a design? Do my social media managers still create design? Yeah. Sometimes we lose fast and use a free software. I mean, you can do everything on your phone now and create a high quality image. You don't really need those. Like, right. Yeah. But I guess I don't know if you use the Rush version like if you're going to do videos, then you just have your real estate agent send them to you. Yeah. And then the Rush version is really easy. Like you just, like it'll put you through a tutorial, but it's just a condensed version. Yeah, so, so you're talking about for video content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, uh, Premiere Pro. Yeah. Yeah, so for video content, yes, that's great, but a lot of people don't know how to use it. If you can figure out how to use it, here's the thing, can you use it for your mobile device? Yes. No one Right, I know you can, but the question for everyone at scale is, can you use it for the mobile device? If you can't scratch it because then you're already restricting yourself, I gotta just sit down and do this. But if you can do it in between commutes or you're sitting at lunch, there is an app out there to use it. You know, you can pay $10 a month, it's worth it. If you're producing 100 videos a week, well, $10 a month if they're getting you business, you know? I think um, everything. All these platforms that are available, utilize them. Like, but get out of the mindset of dropping a logo on a picture, get out of the mindset of asking people for their business 24-7, and 
get out of the mindset of being afraid to use a platform because you're not educated on it. Just educate yourself. I mean, the best way to do it is to get in the platform and live in it for a little while. Because just like when Facebook first came out, we were kind of hesitant to do it. It was for college kids. That was back when I was in college age. Um, they come out. We didn't use it for college platform. The next thing you know, 80% of the world's using it. You know what I mean? And no one would have thought that it has created chaos and won people elections and, you know, political campaigns. It's insane that it literally, it's, it runs the world, but it's not because it's that platform. It's because we're at the top, it's at the top. So we're at the top of the funnel and social media disperses all the information. Whereas also, another thing is accountable. If you're putting a message out there, you better be able to own it. You can't lie anymore. You know, you can get broken promises and newspaper fake ads and stuff like that and fluff people and all that. You can't do that anymore. Someone's going to call you out on the BS. So if you're putting it out, it better be real. You know, that's something that you see a lot. And you see it a lot of personal where people were scared to be themselves because they're worried about what everyone else thinks. You can't be that way in business. So you got to get your personal mindset on point first. Um, if you're posting just for likes and attention, you're not worried about the message, you're going to lose. You know, if you're not posting because you're insecure about the message, you're going to lose. You just got to be yourself. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars to do it. It's literally just time. Is anybody reading blogs anymore? Yeah, no. So, blogs are great. LinkedIn is a good blog system. Um, social media has basically become... It's a digital blog, you know what I mean? But the good thing is, it's like, it's important still to have organic content on your website. So blogging, I think, would be more beneficial there because Google sees that as updating your content. So if you're updating a blog on your personal website and for your business on a daily basis or weekly basis, most, nine times out of 10, your competitor isn't. Um, people use to put up a site and leave it alone. So if you get up there and use it, Google's going to see you as making updates to your website and they're going to push you up the list organically without you having to spend that knowledge. You know, that's something I get asked a lot in my industry. We build websites and we set those blogs and news modules up for clients and I'll tell them, hey, here's a quick way to get grow to the top of that and spend a bunch of money on SEO and Google ads and they don't utilize them. You know, it's all, you know, a matter of just doing it. But it's there, you know. It is important. I think everything's still important. Um, I'm not discounting anything. I'm not saying that you should not do Google anymore and just spend all your money on social, uh, on social. I'm saying you should take advantage of all of them and find the gas where you don't have to spend money here, don't have to spend money here. Instead of dropping thousands and thousands of dollars and hope to get something back.